Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a show designed for aspiring current and former MBAs looking for advice on how you can grow your career through an MBA degree. During each episode, I'll talk to MBA students, graduates, and leaders about the MBA experience, navigating the workplace, and career development so you can learn how to develop and achieve your own version of career success through an MBA and beyond. Today's episode features three people from the Arizona State University W.P. Carey School of Business. Those individuals include Amy Hillman, who is the Rusty Lion Chair of Strategy in the W.P. Carey School of Business, Jenny Tang, who is a Arizona State University W.P. Carey MBA graduate from the class of 2018, and Anna Thomason, who is an executive in residence at the ASU W.P. Carey MBA program. Today's episode is all about the power of mentoring relationships in the MBA experience. And one of the ways that this comes to life is through the Executive Connections Program at WP Carey's MBA program. This is a program that Amy is the head of and really plays a role in bringing this idea of business is personal, which is the motto of WP Carey, to life for their MBA students. Many aspiring MBAs are familiar with mentoring in some kind of capacity. Well, you'll really enjoy learning about the Executive Connections program at WP Carey because this program really is unique in how it pairs mentees who are MBA students with mentors and really helps facilitate learning, growth, collaboration, and many elements of navigating that MBA experience as well as navigating career decisions in business school and beyond. This is a really good episode if you're an aspiring MBA who's trying to learn more just about how, in particular, outside of the classroom, you can really grow and get value out of the MBA experience to achieve your career goals. And I think you're really going to enjoy this episode and hearing how this actually comes to life through a program like Executive Connections at the W.B. Carey School of Business. This is a special episode produced in collaboration with Arizona State University, and I hope you really enjoy it. And as always, please feel free to let me know what you think. I'm delighted to be here with this trio of speakers today from the W.P. Carey MBA program. I want to start first with Amy. So Amy, maybe we'll kick this off by having you share just a brief background of your role and how you got the Executive Connections program started. I am a professor of management and have always taught in the full-time MBA program. I teach the thesis equivalent strategy class. So I've been involved with full-time MBA students for a long time. But importantly, when I was the dean of the W.P. Carey School of Business, we were really doing a lot of benchmarking against what state-of-the-art full-time MBA programs did. And we found that one of the unique differentiators that we had here at WP Carey was the creation of a mentoring program, which is now called Executive Connection. So we started the program in 2003, and we asked for a few of our most trusted corporate executive friends here in the Valley to help us launch and experiment our way into what is today a robust program with over 40 mentors and over 120 students. So just on the Executive Connections program, Amy, I know you mentioned that you did some benchmarking and trying to think creatively about how you can make mentoring come to life. Could you talk a little bit more just about how do you find these mentors and and what kind of role do they play in the Executive Connections program? You know, many programs have what they will call executives in residence. And we had those some years ago as well. 
to be honest, they can be very successful or they can fall flat if students really don't know how to access them. So one of the things that we purposefully set to build is a programmatic structure to mentoring. And that is where each student is assigned a formal mentor for the 21 months of their program. And there's content and there are feedback loops and leadership development plans to work towards. So there's a lot that goes into it. You asked, where do I find mentors? Well, at this point, we're lucky that 10 years in, this is one of our unique differentiators. So we'll have alumni come across bosses who they say would be amazing mentors. We sometimes have alumni that our faculty and staff are connected to that have become senior executives or are close to retirement, and they become mentors. The other thing that's really interesting to me is that here in Phoenix, we get a lot of executives that have made their careers elsewhere, and they want to connect in through the business school. And so this creates an incredible opportunity or network for them to volunteer their time as a mentor. I want to go over to Jenny. So Jenny, as a MBA graduate, the WP Carey School of Business, walk us back a little bit. What were you doing prior to business school, and why did you choose to get an MBA? So prior to business school, I think I have one of those, what people would call an unconventional background in the business world. I was kind of playing around with a lot of small companies. I spent one year in downtown San Francisco in a clean tech public relations firm. And then I flew over to Beijing and I worked one year at an agricultural technology startup and then one year at a, like a think tank advising for the national government on air quality policy. And so my undergrad background, if you can't see a through line, is environmental science. And after three years of helping out small companies and participating in different organizations, I really wanted to understand what it was like to work in a larger company. Essentially, I wanted to, I chose an MBA because I wanted to make a difference. And I've always told myself that I would not go into grad school unless I was able to wake up every day with a question compelling enough to motivate me to study and do this extra work. And at that point, the question was, can a large company, and more importantly, can I enter in a large company and perhaps leverage my skills and see how I can influence its operations and supply chain, which is what drew me to ASU. And so specifically, I went to WP Carey because of its high ranking in supply chain and operations. And then also, I really appreciated the grounded culture that it provided. And honestly, when I was looking around, um, the executive connections portion of, you know, its webpage stood out to me as well, because I definitely wanted to meet people who have more experience that are willing to offer their um, thoughts with me too. It sounds like you had some exposure to the Executive Connections program, just an awareness fairly early on. But could you talk a little bit about how this actually came to life for you? How did you experience the Executive Connections program when you were an MBA student? How did it help you and what was beneficial about it? So when we walked into school, we were, you know, a bunch of really, really overeager first years. And one of the classes, when we were looking through the curriculum, The grade was contingent upon, as similar to what Amy said, the structure of this class was really enforced upon meeting and building a relationship with your mentor. From a purely grad student perspective, you're thinking, oh, wow, this is a fairly chill class. It's very easy, very minimal homework, but it turns out to be really enjoyable and hugely valuable starting almost right off the bat. So I was paired with a mentor and immediately when I was going through my internship process, 
the value proof showed itself pretty much right away because I was playing with two different application timelines. And there was some decision making between these two opportunities that I was lucky enough to encounter. And I wrote an email essentially to turn an internship offer down. And I drafted it using all my nicest words to appreciate for the offer. And I sent it to my mentor to review it. And back then, my mentor called me back and said, do not send this in an email here. Let me walk through what you're supposed to do. And that was the first moment where I said, well, there's a whole new world of things that I, you don't know what you don't know. And essentially, that was one of the first moments where my mentor came in and definitely changed some of my behaviors in a way that I benefited from. Yeah. And I think there are so many different elements, both of the MBA experience and for that matter, in your career, where there are opportunities to learn from people who have either navigated that experience previously to you, and if you only had access to them, that would be helpful and useful either to save you time or to help you make a better decision. And I think that's just one of the layers in the Executive Connections program where this mentorship relationship can be really helpful, particularly for those experiences when you maybe need a little accelerant to navigate a situation or in something that does commonly happen. I want to go over to Anna for a second because you are a mentor in the Executive Connections program. And so getting to the other side of the kind of collaborative relationship in terms of being a part of the Executive Connections program, how did you initially get involved? And how have you seen your role as a mentor? Or how do you see yourself playing and making an impact in those mentoring relationships? I don't think Amy even knows this part of the story. But about 10 years ago, when the program was getting started, I was approached by one of the founders of the program through a friend of a friend telling me about the program and suggesting that I might be interested. And I was very excited about it, but I also knew I was still working way too many hours and way too hard. And I said, I would love to, but now is not the time. Fast forward five years later, I left corporate life and the person circled back to me and said, is the time right? And I said, yeah, the time is actually perfect. And I got involved because I really believe that we should give back to the community in which we live. And even though I'm a very proud Oregon duck, I don't live in Eugene right now. And so I really wanted to support Dr. Crow and his initiative to really integrate ASU with the Phoenix community. So I really wanted to support that. And mentoring MBAs just felt like a really good fit. The role that I see is really one of a coach. And my passion is helping MBA students understand themselves better, really find their purpose, and then refine and cultivate their skills so they can use their skills and their increasing self-awareness to really be the best that they can possibly be. I've probably had, I've lost count now, maybe 12, 15 students, formal and informal over the years. And a couple of them have come to the conclusion that business might really not be their thing. And I would say most of them moved a little off the path that they had planned to. But helping them really know what their path is and figure out how to get there really brings me a lot of joy. I think that's great. And Anna, what I appreciate about that is, on one hand, you're able to provide some of your own shared experiences, particularly in some cases where you have expertise. But what I also appreciate is this idea of allowing the student the chance to come into themselves and take their own agency in making some of these decisions or using self-awareness to identify how they want to move forward. And I think as part of the developmental process of being an MBA, it can be really helpful to 
in some cases, to get that expert guidance to just do the thing that you need to do. And then in some cases, to come into that own self-discovery to make that decision on your own. And, and I know that you've had the ability now to mentor many students over the years and work with many MBAs. And I would just be curious to know from you, as you reflect back with the mentees that you've worked with, whether it was Jenny or any others, what are the types of challenges or questions that tend to come up? Or are any there kind of any broad themes at all that you've noticed just in terms of having been a mentor for many years in Executive Connections? Yeah, the first year, the theme is really one of stress management, prioritization, and building team skills. So there's a lot of conversations around how to work with your teams, how to overcome difficulties, how to embrace difficulties, and how to get to solution. And also just work-life balance, self-care, as it were, just kind of getting through. And that is often the first part of the self-discovery journey in this chapter of their lives. So I would say in general, that's a, a set of questions that I get and issues that I've talked to my students about. As our relationship progresses, I'd say there's two other themes of questions that I seem to get a lot. I'm a former consultant, so I got a lot of questions about consulting, and consulting is known for a lot of long hours and a very intensive career. So I get a lot of questions about work-life balance and how you make that happen. And I have to admit, surprisingly, I get a number of questions about how did a woman make it in a man's world? And sometimes I roll my eyes and I say, isn't it 2022 and aren't we past that? But when you take that question, like you take a lot of questions and you dig down two or three layers, you can have a, a very productive conversation and hopefully one that's very helpful to my students. So that's generally how it goes. In the second year, the issues and questions are more nuanced and they're really about refining the skills, translating their skills to their new work opportunity. And I'm trying to help them be really successful and fulfilled in the job that they're going to next and really understand how they fit with the job. Yeah, it's a refinement of the fit, I would say, in the second year. So one of the reasons why we wanted to bring Anna and Jenny you on the podcast is because you both had the chance to work together in the Executive Connections program. Jenny, I want to hand it over to you first. And so because you are both here, I would love to know from you, what was your experience in terms of initially meeting Anna? And how did you meet? How did you get connected? And what was that experience like for you? In my first answer, I talked about an experience that I had with a mentor that I was paired with. And so a part of this is Executive Connections class you know, people in the background, especially from a grad student perspective, it almost seems like a little bit of a black box. We show up to class, we meet all of these people, and then suddenly I get called, my name is called, and I'm paired with a person, and it's boom. Luckily, I really hit it off with the person that I was paired with. But then there's these other classes and events that ASU has where you're able to meet a wider group of mentors. And it is in one of those events that I remember sitting down at a fairly round table with maybe 10 other people. And one of the people sitting next to me was Anna. And I just remember we all did introductions. And the mentor that I was paired up with that I am still in touch with today is an older male figure. And somewhat piggybacking what Anna said earlier on her earlier question, 
I definitely wanted somebody who was able to share the perspective of being a woman in a workplace. And in addition to that, I mean, out of plenty of mentors, Anna was super friendly. And I just remember getting a really positive and welcoming energy. And that gave me the courage to really just approach her and be like, hi, I'm Jenny. I'd love to learn more about, you know, your story. And I think probably that was something along the lines of what I said. And then it led to a question of meeting up afterwards, either for coffee or for a hike. So that really blossomed from there. Anna, how about for you? Anything you remember from those initial interactions or just any observations from what you would like to share just about being able to get to know Jenny and being able to get to work with her through the Executive Connections program? Well, I remember being just so impressed with her. And I was impressed with just her interest in engaging, her passion, her thoughtfulness, I think just her openness to conversations and her willing to just reach out to a complete stranger. And then the more I got to know her and the more we talked, we just created this relationship. And I would say with all of my mentees, there's a mixture of friendship and mentor-mentee relationship. And as the years have gone by, and Jenny and I have been, quote, together now for many years, the ratio keeps changing. So it's really morphed into one of mutual friendship and respect. And I've really learned a lot from Jenny. I'm so impressed by her intellect and her ability to really bounce between the right brain and the left brain and really navigate many different worlds and circumstances seamlessly. And so I've tried to take those lessons and share those with some of my other students. And Jenny's really helped me understand and live the lessons of resiliency and creativity and flexibility. I've really learned a lot from her. Amy, I want to go over to you for a second. And I'm sure you got to be smiling a little bit from the work that you and your colleagues have done to construct and put the container around this program and and seeing it come to life in a relationship between a mentee like Jenny and a mentor like Anna. But I'd just be also curious to know from you, how do you kind of see a program like this really playing a role in the broader, I guess, MBA student experience? There are so many different aspects of what makes an MBA program like WP Carey great, but how do you see this relationship that a student might have with a mentor like Anna just fitting into the growth and development of the overall student when they're in business school at WP Carey? Yeah, I definitely was smiling because this isn't the first time I've heard really amazing stories about how a mentor and a mentee connect and how much they both learn from each other, which is a really important part of this. You know, we have a culture that Jenny mentioned earlier at WP Carey, and it's embodied in our tagline, where business is personal. And we really do work very hard to create that personal journey for each and every one of our students. And the neatest thing I think about this is, you know, you have faculty that you can reach out to, you have peers in your groups, in your cohorts, et cetera, when you're an MBA student, but this executive mentor is with you for the whole program. So maybe they're, they're listening to you complain about your finance class that's a foreign language for you, and they give you encouragement to double down and understand uh, the numbers behind a business but they're also with you in the internship journey. They're with you when you come back from the internship, whether you get a job offer or not. They're there talking to you about careers. They're stitching things together in a way that none of us really can. And what I think is also so incredible is they're seeing your development. 
and they're seeing you as a student start to overcome some of the things that you were shy about in the beginning or start to tamper down some of your inclinations to lead and let other people follow. And and they're able to really see how you've changed as a person and remind you of that because that's really important when you're in a journey like this. You often see the challenges ahead or the challenges that you're facing that day and you don't see how much you've developed over the past weeks, months, and, and eventually years. And that's a great part of this program. Anna, anything you also just want to add perhaps to a point I think Amy made just in terms of there are a lot of times while it's very clear that mentees like Jenny get something out of this, but what you as a mentor perhaps get out of this experience as well. Anything you'd like to share or add from your perspective? Well, if I'm going to talk about the things that I've gotten from the program, I don't know that your podcast is long enough because I could probably go on for a long time. I think one of the things that's been interesting to me, so as you move through your career and you become a senior executive and you become successful and all of that's very marvelous, well, you move through your career and there's always a risk that you're going to stop learning or you're going to stop appreciating or you're going to take your talents and skills for granted. And after you leave that life and you start the next chapter of your life, to spend so much time around bright, high potential MBAs and share your experiences with them and have those discussions, you're actually gifted with the opportunity to relearn lessons you already learned or to remind yourself of some gifts and skills that you'd forgotten. I feel like as a professional, it has really kept me fresh because I'm relearning things in a good way in a new time. And many of us who leave corporate life in, let's say, our 50s or early 60s, we start a whole new chapter. And we figure out what that whole new chapter is for us. And learning in concert with people that are also beginning their new chapter is just really beneficial. And kind of flipping it around, one of the other things I really enjoy about the program is as a mentor or an executive, the program has made it okay for me to be me and okay for me to share what's valuable and useful to me. So I've met a number of the other mentors and some have been CEOs or some are technical and there's a wide variety and I've never felt any pressure to be like them or to be as good as them or to coach in the way they coach. Amy as a leader of the program and others have always made it okay for us to bring our perspective, our talents and our gifts to our students. And that's very freeing. I think when any of us have a chance to be unbridled and to be free and to build our confidence, we can really bring our best selves to the role as well. So I hope that's helpful. Jenny, I want to go back to you for a second and maybe just to talk a bit about this idea of the network. And many people who are aspiring MBAs or MBA students, oftentimes one of the cited reasons for why people go to business school is to have those relationships that come from having a network at an MBA program. And I would just be curious to know from you, could you share more about how the relationships that you built, like the relationships you built through Executive Connections, have been helpful to you, whether it was in your time as an MBA student at WP Carey, or maybe even just even perhaps beyond, you know, even now as a graduate of WP Carey? In terms of a network and my relationships, I would say I often joke with other people who ask about 
MBA programs, I would say, honestly, I would trade off all my textbook knowledge just so I can keep my mentors. I think in terms of the knowledge that we gain in our MBA, yes, it's all very helpful. I've definitely used those Excel models. You know, I've definitely thought about supply chain in terms of the bullwhip effect, you know. But what was really beneficial personally for me was the process of learning what a corporation looks for and how a larger corporation looks at certain problems. My background before the MBA program, as you know, is nonprofits and not just nonprofits and startups, but like in an expat community in a different country. And so my strength in those environments, which is a highly flexible view of different problems and like a high level of adaptability and a high tolerance for chaos and risk taking, those are not necessarily strengths as we walk into an analyst or beginning manager role in the corporation. That process of learning that translation of what a standardized process is, what are people's biggest concerns, stressors, and fears in a corporate environment is not something that is spelled out in a textbook. And you can ace all of your classes around, you know, these concepts around finance marketing. But if you don't know what the people who are sitting around you are stressed about, most likely you're not going to do well in a corporate environment. And so tying it back to the network, when Anna described all of these things about me, she really gracefully skimmed over all the points when I asked really basic and dumb questions. Like, what is the difference between a senior manager and a director? I remember I was like, what are all of these titles? Just these very obvious, but underpinning some philosophical knowledge. Some of these questions seem really basic, but I do think to be able to talk about them explicitly in a safe environment with a mentor allowed me to understand and have a, such an accelerated growth in a new environment for me that perhaps me stumbling along, making mistakes, potentially offending people would not have allowed me to do. And so that is a very specific example that applies to me and how this network really helped me. But to kind of piggyback of what Anna said, I don't think of a network at this point as anything transactional or official or anything different than just like a relationship. And so I tend to joke that a network is just friendships with different flavors. Sometimes we think about it differently. And I think with that philosophy that has enabled me to really just hang out with people and, you know, talk about things that we both find interesting and just let the organic process happen. But of course, it takes some type of courage and it takes some type of time and it takes some type of energy and attention, as with all relationships. Jenny made a couple of really great points there. And I think one of the threads I just wanted to pull on for a little bit, I think you you really hit on how mentors can be so valuable in the context of, you know, some of the things that you cannot learn necessarily in a textbook, but often will apply to the day-to-day work that you might do or the day-to-day things that come up in relation to the work you're doing, particularly now as an MBA graduate. But I'd also be curious if you have any thoughts or reflections just around the value that you've gotten in terms of thinking maybe less about the day-to-day and more about maybe some of those bigger, I don't know, career questions that you might have, you know, for yourself, particularly as like an MBA graduate. Do you have any thoughts about that or anything that comes to mind just in terms of the value of having those mentoring relationships as you think about maybe some of those bigger career questions? Because, you know, a lot of people forget this, but most people who graduate from business school graduate between roughly the ages of their mid-20s to mid-30s, which means they have a heck of a long time left in their career. And so I would just be curious if you have any thoughts just about how mentoring maybe plays a role in some of those broader strategic questions about your own career growth and development. Absolutely. I think of, in terms of just a timeline, more like a tree of possibilities. And 
when I walk into an organization, I tend to look at everybody at a level that eventually I think at some point I strive to be at some point in my life. So, I mean, a lot of it does fall under titles. Like I look at directors, I look at VPs. I also, when I look at mentors, they almost then create this tree of all the possibilities of where a life may lead to step-by-step eventually, because everything in terms of a career, in terms of a life is accumulation of smaller decisions and are we going with currents or are we going against currents? Are we following these tree branches? Are we, or are these tree branches leading me to somewhere I don't want to be? What that means is that I tend to look at, I really like hanging out with mentors here because I do find that they're living a holistic life that I find that I, if I were living, if I switched shoes with somebody, I wouldn't mind being this person and living this person's life. It seems like somehow they have it figured out. Sometimes in an organization, it provides a, to have that as like a baseline and pillar with Anna and the other mentors who are in a healthy enough spot and who are having a balanced enough attitude where they're willing and dedicating this time to help others, they're in a pretty good spot, you know, versus if I look at other members and leaders, maybe in different organizations, I often ask myself, like, is this who I want to be? It's the question that I ask myself all the time since, you know, when we're five till maybe when we're 50, who do I want to be when I grow up? And if somehow I walk into a room and I'm seeing people and if where they are in life and what they're doing on a day-to-day in terms of who they're interacting with, the types of problems they're dealing with, in terms of just a holistic lifestyle, if that doesn't inspire me, then I'm realizing, you know, it's a really good wall to reflect upon, to be like, if everybody who has been labeled as successful in a corporation, if none of them represent actually the life that I want to live then what direction am I walking towards? And what is this corporate structure setting me up for? And oftentimes, I think having at least a couple of positive examples really force you to look at that in an honest way. That's a really great insight in terms of also just thinking about, Jenny, as much as I think you said, of just how your own kind of definition of career success is yours. It certainly can be influenced by people that you admire or respect or look up to. Amy, I want to go back to you for a second. One of the things that Jenny had mentioned was, in her words, she would be willing to trade some in some of those textbook pieces of insight that she learned for all the great mentoring relationships that she had. But I know as a professor, I know that you have a love for the classroom and teaching, but I would just be curious if you wouldn't mind reflecting for a second of just the value of that learning that can come between people to people in the MBA experience, particularly for an audience of aspiring MBAs. Maybe say just a little bit around what that value really is in terms of being able to have that ability to learn maybe outside of the classroom, but from another person. It is something that I think sets us apart because if you're a prospective MBA student, you can look at lots of different programs and you'll see the courses are fairly similar. But this is actually a course. Professors like myself have said this is more important than the courses that we teach or some of the subjects that we teach so important that we're going to make it a requirement for our students throughout their entire two-year journey. And to me, that puts a lot of stock in what we see as that value of learning from another person. You know, I mentioned earlier when our incoming students do assessments of themselves and they create a leadership development plan And these mentors then are with them every quarter as they move through the program, getting feedback from their team members or their internship supervisor. Are they actually progressing towards these leadership development goals of theirs? 
And it becomes this real personal journey to the comments that Anna and Jenny have shared that I don't think we can duplicate in terms of learning in the classroom in any way. We can have topics and and we do that. We ask our mentors to serve as panelists on discussing certain soft skills and certain important things. We just had a great session on ethical leadership. We've got one coming up on active listening. And so we can prompt certain discussions across these relationships, but we can't really duplicate the learning that takes place between these individuals, which is why we're all so passionate about the Executive Connections Program. Okay, as we wrap up here talking about Executive Connections and the WP Carey MBA program, Amy, just as a closing question for you before I get to the others, I think we've enjoyed learning a lot about Executive Connections. Anything else you'd like to share with our prospective MBA students who are in the audience, either about this program or just about the MBA program at ASU in general? Well, I know for myself, my MBA program transformed my entire life. So it's a transformative experience. I tend to think our culture where business is personal is one that really stands the test of everything we do. And Executive Connections is a big part of that. And it does make me so happy to see graduates like Jenny who have gone on and been successful. And she's still in contact with Anna and her other mentors so many years after the program. So I hope that you'll all give it a look and be inspired by what a mentor-mentee relationship can do for you. Anna, how about you? Having mentored many MBAs now, any advice for any prospective and aspiring MBAs who might be considering WP Carey? I think any aspiring MBA would really enjoy WP Carey. I've just been so impressed. You know, Amy talked about culture, and we've used the phrase business is personal, and it is far more than a tagline. It is the foundation of everything that goes on at the school. And it really works. Let me give a couple examples. The staff members that we work with as mentors and that the students work with have the same commitment to personal relationships and service as the professors do. I mean, all the way to the admin people, they live it. So it's culturally ingrained. I think the other thing that's special about the WP Carey School is they focus on the whole person. It's not just the skills you need to be successful in business. And I think the other thing, the WP Carey School focus is also not just in getting the best job or getting the highest salary the day you leave the school. It's about being successful as a whole person five years from now, 10 years from now, and 20 years from now. So it's a holistic perspective and it's a longitudinal perspective. So I think students would do very well to pick the Carey School. I'm very impressed. And last but not least, Jenny, what advice, particularly as an MBA graduate, might you have for aspiring MBAs who might be considering the WP Carey MBA program? I think what I really enjoyed about WP Carey were things that I've highlighted in the past. Number one, I did not want pretension. As somebody who did come from these larger cities, I wanted an environment that's really grounded which is what WP Carey offered. And I also wanted a program that is really a strong in terms of supply chain, which it still carries, and to build these connections that are based off of these really practical, grounded, humble people that I can surround myself with. And that was luckily what I found at WP Carey, and that is something that I really enjoyed. Wonderful. Well, what a great way to wrap this up. 
Anna, Jenny, and Amy, thank you so much for coming on the MBA Insider Podcast. It was great chatting with you all about Executive Connections at the ASU WP Carey MBA program. Hi, everyone. LD here. And thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.